we have a great welterweight championship coming up. And this time, we're going to see Showtime Sean Porter versus Errol The Truth Spence. So, who are these fighters? Sean Porter, he's got a great resume. He's really fought everybody in the welterweight division. He's the shorter fighter. He's a smaller fighter. And he's really a small welterweight who fights really well against opponents of all sizes. He's used to fighting bigger guys. And he's given up about three inches in height. Significant reach advantage also going to Spence. And Sean Porter, based on his experience and resume and his attitude, I think he's a great opponent and I think this is a good fight. And as far as uh, Spence goes, he is being promoted as the next big thing and potentially can become a big time pay-per-view star. So obviously he's favored. He's the bigger fighter. He's uh, undefeated. Great knockout ratio. But he doesn't have a great, great resume. Uh, last fight, I covered that fight. Mikey Garcia, much smaller fighter. Great technical fighter, but much, much smaller fighter. Really, Errol Spence's best performance came against Kell Brook. And Kell Brook being a very good, tough fighter. And him stopping Kell Brook was very impressive. And in that fight, you can see everything about Errol Spence, what he's all about, his strengths and weaknesses. As far as Sean Porter, I recommend that you uh, check out the fight against uh, Keith Thurman. The fight, he uh, arguably won, but he uh, lost the decision of that fight. So on one hand, Sean Porter, a guy who is small, fierce, relaxed and aggressive in the ring, relaxed and cool kind of demeanor outside of the ring. He's a commentator in, uh, in, with the uh, Fox uh, boxing uh, broadcasts. He's kind of flashy and flamboyant, but in a c- controlled way, he's not crazy. He's, he's intelligent and he's confident. Sometimes he carries a little extra weight, uh, but you know, him being a smaller, welterweight, that's not a big deal, you know, I mean, if anything, it kind of helps him out, it doesn't affect his stamina, so that's the main thing, Errol Spence, he is a big, big welterweight, and he's uh, got the style of a big fighter, so let's talk about Spence a little bit, Spence, I think he is like uh a throwback fighter. I think he's a great all-around athlete. And he is tremendously strong physically. He's not a guy you can easily push around. And if you go toe-to-toe with him, more than likely, if you're welterweight, you're going to back away. Because he's just physically so strong. And he's tight. He's not really a great technical fighter, but he's a good technical fighter. And he's got an offensive jab. So when I say jab, you know, the punch, 
the jab can be used a dozen different ways, but the way Earl Spence uses the jab, it's an offensive weapon. It's not really a range fighter, it's not a distraction punch, and it's not a defensive uh, measuring stick. It is an offensive weapon. And he follows up that southpaw jab, typically with a rear straight punch to the chest or to the head. And he's very comfortable throwing his power punches directly to the body, directly to the arms. And eventually find an opening and during exchanges, throw his hooks to the body and throw his rear left hand to the head and throw uh, rear hooks to the body and the head and he's kind of like a bull you know he's a bull he's charging and he's attacking with solid tight punches with a very tight and nearly impregnable type guard when he's going ahead but he's not very good in terms of angles uh, he's exploitable if you're a big welterweight who can find angles and move around and switch that means i'm talking about bud crawford if bud crawford fought earl spence that would be a great fight and spence spence would have to force a toe-to-toe -to -toe fight somehow to find an edge because crawford would be able to exploit spence but i'm uh, digressing anybody else though in the welterweight welterweight division Spence is just gonna go ahead and charge and wear those fighters out and that includes Sean Porter. Sean Porter is a better matchup for Spence for the fans versus the uh, Spence versus Garcia matchup. Garcia yes great technically but much smaller not even a welterweight and not necessarily the type of fighter who can jump in and create opportunities, which Sean Porter does best. That's his thing. Sean Porter, he can lunge in and land his shots. He's good at angles and he's good toe to toe. And he's great with various different punches coming from various angles. And that's kind of been the reason for his success. His recent, most recent fight wasn't very impressive. He fought the Cuban Ugas and he got the decision, but he, he didn't look very good. But he's got some great fights on his resume. And he is the type of fighter who can create action. He's good offensively and he's great on his feet and he can avoid and fight defensively if need be. But he's a fighter who's not afraid to mix it up. And that's why this is a good fight. Against Spence though, I think this is this is a Spence win right here. Um, Las Vegas says minus eight hundred Spence plus four fifty Sean Porter. So if you do the math, that that's eighty two percent for uh, Spence, eighty two percent chance of winning by Spence. 18% for Porter. If you just do the math based on the uh, minus 800 and plus 450. And that means Vegas is very confident that
that Spence is going to win the fight. And I see I see it the same way, and I wouldn't be willing to wager on Sean Porter here. And the main reason for that is that Sean Porter is going to be fairly easy to hit for Spence with his rear left hand. He's prone to kind of dropping his right hand, leaving himself open. And you see that a lot against Keith Thurman. Keith Thurman was landing left hooks. If he, if Thurman wasn't landing those left hooks and some uppercuts, that would have been a nice early stoppage probably for Sean Porter. But he ended up losing that decision. So... Against a big, huge, strong welterweight like Errol Spence, if you eat a couple of those straight lefts, you're going to be in trouble and you're probably going to be forced to uh, just back away and try to box and lose a decision that way or eventually get tracked down and cut down, which is probably a very likely outcome. And... I don't think Sean Porter will be content to just run all fight. And, you know, if that happens, there'll be booze. Fights taking place in uh, L.A. and the Staples Center, I believe. Wherever, I mean, you're not going to run away all fight without doing anything and and not get booed. And that's going to motivate Porter to probably... uh, be a little more off- offensive and also Porter probably seeing his best chances jumping in and scoring on exchanges and then pulling away kind of like what he did against Ugas but uh, in exchanges I think he's going to get caught and also uh, Spence is just going to track him down and force him to fight on the ropes, ropes a little bit cut him off and throw some uh, heavy body shots also and uh, eventually uh, get a stoppage. That's how I see this fight. And uh, if Sean Porter wasn't the fighter who uh, who took punches, who, eat, who eats punches, who's prone to getting hit, then it would be a different fight because Porter's actually very technically skilled and elusive. But he gets hit, and getting hit by Spence won't be pretty. And like I said, Spence is not great technically, but he's very sound. He's good. He's not great at angles, but he's precise when openings are there for him. And therefore, he's definitely going to get hit some by some big shots by this charging bull. And... He can be that pounding wave on the beach coming in and out, that style. That's not going to be enough, and Spence is going to win this fight. That's how I see it. Overall, I think this is a great fight, and I think it's a travesty to uh, have Bud Crawford standing on the sidelines because of promotional differences. The, the fight that should be taking place after this one for Spence is Bud Crawford. But that's probably not going to happen. And what's likely going to happen is Manny Pacquiao versus Errol Spence. If the money gets 
too salivating for Pacquiao. He's going to take this fight. He would fight Spence. And likely that would be his last fight. And yes, Pacquiao is great with his angles and he's going to likely do very well and might win a decision. But uh, he's again several months into his 41st and then uh, the fight's probably not taking place until mid to late 2020. And Father Time's eventually going to catch up with the great Manny Pacquiao. If Pacquiao was younger, yeah, I see uh, Pacquiao probably uh, winning this fight, uh, winning a decision, but against a huge welterweight right now, um, that's going to be tough. But what I'm saying is, um, rather than that fight taking place, I'd rather see Bud Crawford fight Errol Spence. Just like uh, most boxing fans. But anyway, going back to this fight, I think this is great. And uh, I like to see Sean Porter fighting Mikey Garcia next and show what he's all about against a marketable fighter. And Mikey Garcia, having fought at welterweight now, he'd be easier on his body to uh, keep the weight up a little bit and start fighting, uh, you know... Uh, Light welterweights, smallish welterweights like Sean Porter. Anyway, that's how I see it. And hope you guys enjoy this fight. It's coming this Saturday, Staples Center, Los Angeles, California, USA. I'm out.